Maybe that's why you're sick. <laughs> sick in the head, maybe. <laughs> All right, let's try this for reals now. Hello and welcome back, everyone, to the Rogue Valley Role Players as we get ready for another exciting session of Valley of Famine Season 2. I didn't check, but I think this is the seventh episode of our second season. Um, my name's Ben. I'm here with Rosemary, Austin, Ed, and Nick. Rosemary's waving. Y'all can't see because we're not doing a visual recording, but Rosemary's waving. Um, just a quick forewarning. I have been sick. I'm getting better slowly, but surely. Uh, so I will endeavor to edit it all out, but you may hear some less than stellar noises like coughing, sneezing, and nose blowing. Blowing. You know, just the general dying. It. Yeah, general dying. <laughs> you know, life. I, I, I feel like my voice is recovered by this point in time, but it may sound funky. I don't know. Uh, my, my voice always sounds funky, let's be honest. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, like I said, we're here to play Valley of Famine. We're using the Deadlands Reloaded uh, rules system, which or setting system, rather, which uh, is powered by the Apocalypse. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, the, set the system rules, I can talk, the system rules are Savage Worlds Adventure Edition, the brand new uh, edition of Savage Worlds, uh, that Pinnacle has just released. So thank you, uh, Pinnacle Entertainment Group, for this great game. Thank you, Shane Hensley. Thank you, Clint Black, Jody Black, and everyone else at Pinnacle Entertainment. Um, I won't speak for the rest of you here at the table, but Savage Worlds is my favorite rule system for tabletop gaming. Period. There's a few other ones that do some things fine, but uh, just Savage Worlds has, has me covered on everything. Um, also, listeners, if you uh, hear some sound effects that aren't produced by uh, our voices, that's because I started uh, experimenting with Plate Mail Games. Uh, they provide some soundscapes, uh, sound effects, tension music, regular music, stuff like that. Ambience. Ambience, yes. Um, so go check them out. I'll leave a link uh, in the page for this episode you'll probably already be seeing that uh prior to this um or if you we're a bunch of episodes behind where i'm actually posting uh or ahead ahead is the right word um but yeah so you're probably already well aware of that but this is the point in our reality where we've started using i've started using the sound effects and stuff trying to make things a little more interesting anyway Enough of me gabbing about. We're going to hear plenty of my voice soon enough. Let's get to the introductions. I'm Ben. I am the game... Mar uh, let's try that again. <laughs> uh, I am the marshal uh, for tonight's shindig. I'm Rosemary playing Deputy Rachel Jane Kennedy. She's a hexinger. I'm Austin playing Macario. And our tree is a clever allegory for uh, global warming. The murder trees. <laughs> That's what I was trying to say. Are the murder trees a clever allegory for global warming? Probably not, but I'm Macario. I'm Ed. I'm playing Daisy Gilmore, a weird scientist, but people call her Railin' Daisy because she's gone off the rails on a crazy train. I'm Nick S., and I'm playing Haru Matsuhara, the samurai. 
and I'm Lazarus Black, and I'm Haru's personal demon here to make his life an unliving hell. Did a good job of it too, I'd say. <laughs> right, nice of you to say that. All right, so when last we left off, you'd finally uh, quit yourselves of Zinchang, finished all your business there, and headed back to Jacksonville and the Rogue Valley, uh, back to home, back to where hopefully everything has gone is normal and familiar. So yeah, along the way. You'd stop in one of the uh, the railroad camps along the spur line that Iron Dragon is desperately trying to finish. Because even though it's just a two-day journey on horseback, uh, they've made very little progress in the last six to eight months of working on this. And uh, you stumbled upon one of the reasons why. Because you found uh, one of the rail camps completely abandoned, devoid of people, kind of uh, left a, a bit uh, oh shoot what's the word help me out here um, kind of in the middle of things disheveled disheveled thank you yes uh, yeah in the middle of things uh, very disheveled stuff thrown about um, and then you and you were looking upon the bodies of the railroad workers hanging from the trees by vines uh, you all hear Macario scream out a curse as he's looking up at the top of the trees. What have you found, Macario? I, uh, it, uh, it's just like before. It's just like before. I will approach Macario to kind of see where he's looking. No, he, you I will like look, look up. At, <laughs> yeah. You look at Macario and then kind of your vision, uh, you know, the, the camera pans up uh, from your perspective, and you see the bodies there. There's no uh, not seeing them at this point. Um, I suggest we go and, in, and inform someone of what has happened here. I do not trust to stay here overnight. No, we will not sleep beneath these trees. Let's get to town. I agree. Or do we cut down the bodies and burn them? These trees, these bodies, it's an impossibility. I, I don't know if fire will work. Well, if fire don't work, then... <laughs> Rachel's just kind of staring up at these bodies with this horrified expression on her face. Do any of them look like they might still be alive? Uh, Makaro finally turns around, kind of like shakes the horror out of his eyes and looks at Haru. Haru, uh, do you need to bring something from the camp to prove what we have seen? And no, none of them look alive. Either you can see the roots have grown through them and stuff, and they're all quite dead. Uh, my word should be enough, but um, I'll look around for anything that okay. signifies like a camp manager or anything like that, maybe around and like just stuff. That way I can bring it back as kind of... Yeah, you look, you search through, you find uh... Yeah, you find like uh, not really a, like a foreman's badge or whatever. Uh, I, I think like a logbook even. Yeah, but you also notice that these guys had no food. Their food stores were completely exhausted. Does it look like they died because they were like impaled by the tree branches and roots and vines, or are there like other signs of like? They were killed by like an arrow, you know, a body's chest, um, like or. No, they all look 
like they died due to tree. Oh, okay. There's, there's no, it doesn't look like it, it was a like Native American did, attack. They were or, dead and then the trees just ate them? Right, no. Okay. You know, like, you, maybe you, get, you examine some hanging low enough that you can see their hands and there's like dirt under their fingernails like they were clawing at the ground as they were dragged. I agree with Macario. I don't think we should stay the night here. I have found a logbook. I will take it back to the uh, Iron Dragon in uh, Jacksonville, right? Yeah. And you, you definitely don't need to spend the night here or anything. It's not like late in the evening. Um, you, you, you're very well able to make it to Jacksonville uh, by the end of the day. So are we just going to leave these bodies up in this tree? I don't feel right doing that. But I also don't want to be out in this woods. I just don't want After dark. Yeah, other people stumbling across this probably isn't a good thing. It feels wrong to me as well, but the trees, they, they will hide the bodies just like the first time. There would be a lot to do to try to remove the bodies from the trees. And, all, and if we tried to burn them, the trees are too grown. They would not burn as well. And they will not burn in the snow. Well, hell, maybe we should go talk to Sheriff Ross then and see what he would say. Yeah. I agree. Haru, do you recognize all these men? A few of them I have seen around the, the camps. I pray that their end was quick. That they died at least fast scared as they might have been. Would the Iron Dragon have records of who was working out here? I will bring the logbook back to Lonhui and we will go over the records and see who the manager might have been. I'd like to let any who might have families know what happened. I will make sure that their names are remembered. Well... Guess there's no use standing around. Might as well keep on going. And you keep on going. That snow only gets uh, thicker, starts piling up on the ground. It's not prohibitively thick, uh, just like maybe a, a half inch dusting on the ground. Um, and one point uh, before you get terribly close to. Jacksonville, you come across uh, some tracks in the snow, large wolf tracks. And they, just, they, they cross the path and disappear off into the forest. How fresh do they look? Uh, they got to be pretty fresh because it only just, okay, it just started. started yeah. How large? Mm, you look at them and yeah, they're massive. They're like human hand-sized paw prints. Still could be a normal wolf. I mean, a big one, but still could be. <laughs> but this is a puppy. <laughs> <laughs> it's got like that, uh, that awkward, clumsy puppy gait. <laughs> no, it, it doesn't have that. Uh, actually, go ahead and... Give me a notice roll. Um, do you have... Does anyone have a cult? Yeah. 
You do? Okay. Um, go ahead and give me a notice roll first. Uh, 19. Okay. On the notice. Something that you do... Uh, something odd that you do notice about the tracks, aside from the very large size, is that they're... They're not even. Um... And, and at certain points, like, it almost looks like the thing stood up on its hind legs and walked bipedal for a bit and then, like, crouched mm. down. Sometimes they're too close together. Sometimes they're too far apart. It's very weird tracks. All right. I might want to just keep that to myself and be like, we should just move on and hope that wolf don't catch up with us. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, you uh, mosey on past those tracks, and you get into Jacksonville, and it's uh, feels good to be home, quite frankly. It's uh, the town, even though it's snowing, the the town's pretty busy. There's wagons going okay. back and forth, For a second, people in the streets. Clearly, it's on fire. Oh uh, yep, it's all on fire. Everything's burning. Everyone's throwing marshmallows and hot dogs around. They're all dancing. Sheriff Ross just like, what the fuck is going on? I have no control over the situation anymore. No. Oh, uh, <laughs> it's all perfectly, refreshingly, mundanely normal. Oh, nice. Uh, Macario pats Guapito on the head and says, Ah, Guapito, we're home. And Guapito does like a circle because he enjoys the petting. <laughs> mm -hmm. He like re rears back and kind of nuzzles you in the thigh with his wet, slobbery nose. Well, since we're back, I'm going to go find Lon Huey okay. and go over the logbook with her to find out more about the people that we came across. Mm -hmm. Ah, you're back. You, uh, you're you gone for quite some time. I was under the impression you would only be taking a few days leave. Some bad things happened. Well? Uh, but we did find uh, Ethan Sutton and... Oh, inquired into what he knew and what did he know um, a man who had iron dragon script hired lazarus black noticeably recoiling with mm -hmm. dis you know you know discomfort he had iron dragon script to hire the 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 gang and he uh, had a most peculiar condition of the eye oh um they were two different colors. Huh. That is uh, an uncommon affliction. I, I do not pretend to know such things about people other than there are many different people in this world with many different afflictions. Hmm. And what is this about this logbook? We came across one of the camps heading towards Jinchen. Oh, are they making any progress? No, they are all dead. Indians? No. The very trees themselves seem to uh, be taking them as food. Uh, I'm sorry, I don't think I followed. Um, you've been hitting the whiskey again? A little bit, but... Uh, Pardon me. Let me rephrase. We found them dead. We found no sign of Indian attack. We know not exactly what killed them, but except for they were all hung up in the trees. 
by their own vines. Maybe some crazy wild men. Maybe. Uh, could be some of the uh, the hill people who uh, never quite got accustomed to the Iron Dragon being here. Um, we were looking for the families and things like that so we could inform them as well. I'll see to it that their families are informed and that they are given their last wages. That is most generous of you. Um, <laughs> other than that, we do not have much else to go on. I see. Well, if you will... Uh, excuse me, I apparently have a new crew to hire, letters of condolences to write, money to dispatch out, and uh, I also need to hire on a new station master for the Grants Pass station. What has happened towards Grants Pass? Oh, nothing nothing dire. Uh, an old station master took it in his head to resign and head east. Very well then. I will um, head home and recover from my trip and I will be back as soon as possible back to work. Alright. Glad you made it back safe. Glad you made some progress in your investigation. Good night. Good night. She promptly goes back to her paperwork. Macario, where are you headed? I think we gotta go inform the sheriff. Alright, yeah. so uh, Haru went off to talk to his boss. Are the rest of you all going to talk to Sheriff Ross? Yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah, I feel Rachel would probably head in to see Ross. Uh, so you all go... What is Ross doing? Ross is where you left him. Sitting at his desk. Uh, working on a ledger. He clicks it closed and sets it aside as, as you all enter. And, uh, he's got his hat like Sitting on his table. Where is Scout? Scout's sitting in his office. Gets up and wiggle waggles over to you. Scout has his own office? Yes, yeah, Scout has his it. own office. Yeah. He's got his own badge, too. Though. Yep. Scott, he's, he's actually got like a little bandana he wears. It's got a, a deputy badge on yep. it. Wow. Ross gave it to him. Rachel's uh, going to say, uh, yeah. you're a cypher sore eyes. And like walk right past Ross and go say hi Scout. <laughs> yeah, I missed you too, Deputy. Lucario, good to see you. Ms. Gilmore. Howdy, Ross. Good to see you too. Hope my uh, erstwhile deputy here didn't get you into too much trouble. Mm. Not really. <laughs> oh, that's good. Whiskey? We found oh, trouble. Oh, sure. <laughs> we, we, we definitely... We found trouble. Ah, I uh, am not surprised, to be entirely honest. You seem like the trouble-seeking lot. We don't seek trouble, Ross. Uh, trouble just just finds you. Finds mm -hmm. us. Yeah, you know that's what I used to tell people too. It was Chen May that led us into trouble this time, anyway. <laughs> this is my surprise face. <laughs> So, what'd you, uh, you find what you're looking for in Xinjiang? We found that, yes, but, uh, 
There is something I, I, I do not know if we ever brought up with you. The trees. Uh, no, I don't remember anything about trees. What about them? Well, uh, because I lack other words, I will just say they are evil. They are evil trees, Ross. Okay. Uh, you got anything to back up that statement, or you just decide you take a disliking for the forest? <laughs> I, I believe you. I want to believe you because I know there's scary stuff out there but what uh, what prompted this they are killing and torturing people they I, I, I do not know how to describe it other than to say that the branches of the trees are taking people off the ground and piercing them like spears that is exactly what it looks like. That sounds unpleasant. <laughs> it wiped it out a whole squad of uh, Haru's uh, workers. Oh, damn. That's so. I saw him clear as day. Up in the branches. I have to check the my books. Camp. You might want to go check with the uh, news office, maybe. Could be previous reports of this sort of thing I don't know uh, nothing like this has happened in my four or five years as a sheriff here at least now that was ever brought to my attention what do we do we do some research we find out why maybe something is provoking this we find out what's provoking it we deal with it when's the last time you, you said you mentioned you asked if you'd mentioned this before when's the last time you saw this uh, a long time ago uh, when we first well maybe not when we first went out but right after uh, when, when we just knew each other I, I, I thought I saw it I, I must have seen it and when the others looked they were not there but I, I don't. It is strange, Ross. The, the bodies are hidden by the trees somehow. They're there one minute, and then you look again, and they are gone. Hmm. Might not be the trees per se, but some sort of manitou from the hunting grounds. Mm. They can take lots of different forms and shapes. We could ride out and look, but I suspect Mark. Cario's right, and buyers are going to be gone by the time we get that out there. Quite likely. Yeah. And where are we going to be able to research this? I mean, the Medford Library right now ain't got nothing on my personal collection. <laughs> even if I wanted if to there research, is a Medford I, I would check uh, the news offices, uh, see if you can get a copy of some of their old papers. I'll check through the records I have available at my disposal. And... Uh, See if we can corroborate anything. Well, all right. Uh, but the newspapers, we should keep them uninformed, yeah? Yeah. yeah I, w I wouldn't tell them anything. They'll publish some article and scare people. They mean well, but that's, that's what they do. Just be real careful you talk to Valerie. Oh, I, I think I met her. Very nosy. I mean, that's every reporter, but yeah. <laughs> uh, so I was in Jing. 
It's a shit. <laughs> there was a man with a submarine there. He was pretty cool. Uh, yes, I did enjoy the submarine, but they were foreigners. <laughs> oh. Okay, submarine. What what the fuck is that? Exactly. It goes underwater. Oh. This guy can possibly find go to the continent of Lumeria. It was the thing of dreams, Sheriff. Aha. Uh-huh. It's, it's a boat that goes underwater? We went underwater and uh, Deputy killed this, a octopus and we killed. ate it for dinner. It was, it was quite good. Oh. He says this all completely straight face. I, I, I don't know about the whole eating the octopus Rachel's thing, but standing. that does sound actually re- really interesting. Behind Makario just mouthing like, never again. Uh, it scared the, the deputy. She uh, she had an itchy trigger finger. But... I, I can tell. I can see. So at this point, Makario's going to remember something and throw the wrench in the works of everyone else. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, so, Sheriff, you have a creature inside you, yeah? That's one way of putting it. Have you... Has it ever given you a little paper bird? Um, no. Deputy, what was that bird? I don't rightly know, Makario. <laughs> But it's gone now, so I'm sure it's not. Someone give you some uh, origami thing? Origami? Yeah, it's some Asian art thing. Oh, yes. Friend, friend of mine used to do it from time to time. And, and I suppose he still does it. It made Haru better. Better? Yeah. How? Uh, well, you know, he was... He's he, not with you. He get himself killed? No, he, he was he was stressed out, and the butterfly made him feel a bit better. That, that's all it is, Sheriff. I, I, it, ignore me. I, I ask silly questions. You know, I'm a clown. <laughs> Ross just gives you this, this, like... Okay, Macario, what are you not telling me? Sort of, sort uh, I should of go check out the news, the news like, like you said, because that is a good idea. Okay. All right. Glad you're back, Macario. <laughs> Things are getting dull around here. <laughs> and he, uh, he leaves, realizing that he's fucked up. <laughs> well, does he, though? <laughs> Yeah, I think he does. <laughs> Eventually. Well, the two of you guys anything left to report? i give you a look of... Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Are we mentioning Wolfenjorgen Schmorgen? I don't remember his real name. Wolfenjorgen Schmorgen. <laughs> That's his name, Wolfenjorgen Schmorgen. <laughs> Jormungandr. Jormungandr. <laughs> I, I like you named each head. <laughs> I could not think of his name. But I just... You should know that we might have fought a giant sea monster. Raylan Daisy took care of a cult, <laughs> and we may have dispatched the sheriff and instituted a new one. You were busy. Uh, you said you fought a sea monster. Uh, was that when you were doing the submarine ride? Surprisingly, no. Oh. 
I know. I was very surprised as well. I lost $100 on that. <laughs> I'm a little angry. So where did you fight the sea monster then? Dead Lake. Which, in retrospect, that name should have been a clue. <laughs> at a lake. You fought a sea monster at a lake. <coughs> yep. My gun blew up. Oh. That weird science will get you every time. No, that's the only time it does so far. <laughs> <laughs> well. I take it you killed it. You know, it was... Tuesday, so that's what we did. Killed yourself, sea monster. Scout, I missed you so much, boy. <laughs> <laughs> Were you a good boy while I was gone? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's not gonna answer. <laughs> yeah, you, you killed it, right? Well, my gun blew up, and you didn't kill it. We, we had to get out of there we before had to we get all died. out of there that thing was gonna kill us <laughs> all right describe it to me please because <laughs> I pick up the drawing upside down <laughs> it was <laughs> have you ever seen And then the fangs and the eyes. Okay, it had fangs and it had eyes. There was a dog head. Okay, so it had fangs, eyes, and a dog head. Sure this wasn't like some sort of really bad dream? Too much whiskey? Then why do we all have the same dream? Oh, that it was shit, a big, that shit giant all the time. wolf snake with eyes all over the place. Alright, obviously you have the better memory. <laughs> All right. Anything else? Oh, tentacles came out of its mouth. Right. Tentacles sound standard. What do you mean sound standard? <laughs> Nothing about that animal creature monster thing was standard. Deputy, who am I? <laughs> All right, well, you can go up to Dead Lake and say hello. Uh, in point of fact, I have some telegrams to send, and then I shall be taking myself a little vacation, and you can be in charge and see to the paperwork and the enforcement of the law in this town for a change, Deputy Rachel. Mm, that sounds great, actually. I'm, I'm kind of looking forward to uh, just sitting at the desk for a while. That sounds right nice. Good, good. I'm glad to hear that. Um, all right, well, if, unless you got something else to report, sounds like you had quite an adventure. I'm not there, so I can't. Nope. Neither am I. Yeah, you, you left. What am I forgetting? Well, there was the monster and the... Oh, yeah. That thing, the, uh... You broke up a human trafficking ring. Oh, good. Glad to hear that. That's a disgusting trade. The Ethan Sutton escaped somehow. Oh. oh, yeah. Well, it's outside of our jurisdiction. 
wouldn't have mattered much anyway. Glad you were you got the chance to can't uh, to question him. Yeah. You didn't kill the sheriff over bringing him back, did you? No, I killed the sheriff over human trafficking. Oh, okay, good. That's less paperwork. (laughs) (laughs) Really glad to hear that, Daphne. As as opposed to killing him over an abuse of your own authority that you did not have. (laughs) I really like the idea that he knew this whole time that she had killed the sheriff and just was waiting for her to come up and get to it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Sheriff Ross is not omnipotent. Okay. That sheriff was a piece of shit, Ross. I bet. Xinjiang is kind of a piece of shit town. Oh, yeah. Sorry, Crescent City, we love you. <laughs> I know, I really actually like Crescent City. <laughs> all right, well, I've got some patrols to do. You all look like you need stand to get some rest, so why don't you go do that? Yeah. Oh, grabs his hat, holsters his, well, actually, he has his gun belt on. Just gets up, pulls his duster on, walks on out, tips his hat to you. Don't forget to log up. Yep. She's going to probably pat her leg to scout and head out. Yeah, yeah scout. Afterwards. Follows on your heels. Home. Yeah, you know, home. Where are you heading, Macario? I'm going to stop by the newspaper before I head home. All right, yep. You see uh, Valerie Rose in there as well as uh, that young lady you spoke to briefly. So many sessions ago but really only a f- few like a week ago in game time right um joe kelly they were talking animately over uh probably some coffee or something uh excuse me valerie looks up yes hello come in uh sure so uh how is the news these days dull yeah, uh, pretty you got, dull. You got a story? Uh, no, I, I was just wondering, uh, are you thinking about adding a gardening section to the news? Uh, hadn't occurred to me, no. Why? Oh, just wondering if you uh, have been hearing about the, the great plants of the area, the natural plants, and uh, any sort of uh, strangeness, or, or, you know, not strangeness, just, you know, things that are are strange that happen joe kelly this is the same very enigmatic enigmatic uh very strange very mysterious clown that you spoke to when you first arrived in jacksonville cryptic one might even say and now he's here talking all cryptic like again so he was very cryptic yeah what you what you got to say he was asking me about strange people on the road as i recall when i arrived He's going to shoot you this look. Uh, are you enjoying your stay in town? Very much so. Hmm. And uh, heard about the gardening? As a matter of fact, I have not. Uh, uh, but I'm not much of a gardener. Mama always said that I could kill a plant with kindness. That seems like a cruel thing for a mother to say. Yeah. 
Yeah, but you should see her put away a whiskey bottle. <laughs> I just think that watering plants with whiskey is... Oh, no, that's not what I meant in the least. Oh, okay. This is Valerie talking. So really, you two are so bored? Uh, nothing strange has happened? Not lately. Well, there Joe, was Joe, you're that... working on a story, aren't you? Uh, yeah, but I don't think it has anything to do with plants. I mean, well, what kind of strange plants are you asking about? Like a Venus flytrap or? Uh, you know, I, sometimes you just, you just hear things. I, I'm an entertainer. I, I hear a lot of things, you know. Uh, but uh, it sounds like there's nothing so strange going on, which, which is good. Uh, you know, uh, maybe the news is a little boring, but, uh, you know, it... Gardening, it's, it's slow. It's not for everyone, I understand. You've been out of town for the past couple of days, is the word on the rumor mill. Oh, uh, that, you know, that's funny. I, I, I have been working on my farm for a few days, so people probably just haven't seen me. On your farm? Uh-huh. I heard you, uh, you and some of your friends took a trip to Xincheng for a few days. I went through the forest, didn't oh, it? Oh, that, that is weird. Uh, how did you hear that? Valerie just kind of like looks, looks over at Joe <laughs> and looks over like the printing press <laughs> and the notebooks are in this as well. Uh, we're reporters. It's our job to ask questions on current events in a very small town. Uh, well, uh, good luck with your questions. I have my own questions, and I am going to go get them answered. You know. We could help. We could help each other. Uh, Sounds like there might be a story in what you're after. You know, I, it, it is, it's no big story. But uh, if you hear about any strange plants, or perhaps trees, uh, then, you know, uh, you know where I live. Uh, clearly, you... you you knew I left town. <laughs> I don't even lie anymore. <laughs> you obviously knew. <laughs> uh, so, so you are some very good reporters. Uh, good job. Valerie Val gives you a very friendly smile. <laughs> like, like trying to take away any sting there might have been of, of having caught you in your lie. Uh, well, you know, uh, I do lie once in a while. Well, you know what they say about lies and reporters. What do, what do they say? What do they say, Joe? <laughs> do they say that reporters discover lies? Or perhaps... The truth will set you free, Macario. <laughs> also, it makes for a damn good paper. <laughs> well, I, I hope the truth will set many things free. And he pictures those horrible trees in his head <laughs> piercing all the people. Well, if you ever feel like discussing the truth with us and she's going to slide a coin over to you and just say you know where to find us I do not accept bribes not but a... free money I will accept <laughs> 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 he keeps it in his pocket <laughs> oh I love that and uh, yeah he'll he'll kind of feel like a fool because he learned nothing and basically made them super suspicious <laughs> and he'll uh, kind of trudge home on Guapito all right, yeah, you make it home. Imagine trudges what mostly Guapito does anyway. Just <laughs> um, 
Yeah, you know, a few days go by. Uh, get settled back into the swing of things here in the Rogue Valley. Ross sends his telegrams and then tells you, well, I'm expecting my friends in a week or two. And then, uh, yeah, we'll take a little excursion out to Xinchang and wrap things up there for y'all. Let's see, where, where are we going to pick up? Um, Haru, you find yourself sitting in uh, the Jacksonville Inn having a drink. Snow hasn't let up. Um, actually, a few things to go over here before we jump into additional scenes. So, yeah, it's snowing. Uh, it's still the middle of November. And uh, food is scarce. There's not a whole lot of food left in the valley, especially after the, the scarecrow disrupted uh, the harvest. Uh, a lot of food rotted on the vine, as it were. And since then, a lot of food has gone bad in storage and whatnot. And, uh, yeah, prices have skyrocketed on food since. And there just isn't a whole lot of food. There's a lot of rumor-mongering that there's not enough food for everyone to get through winter, even. Well, that's real concerning. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, Haru, you're sitting in the Jacksonville Inn. Uh, about the only thing that is in any amount of surplus now uh, is alcohol. Woohoo! Well, yeah, don't... Since I don't need to eat, I don't, I'm not, I mean, I'm concerned with the regular people, you know, and mm -hmm. non-afflicted as they are. Um, I'm having a drink, but I'm trying to think of what might be causing this, this famine. Mm -hmm. Roll credits. <laughs> <laughs> Good session, everyone. Uh... I've also been working on trying, I think Haru's been actually trying to work on a haiku that expresses his feelings for Rachel. Mm. And Lazarus is providing you with all sorts of feedback on that. Usually lots of dirty <laughs> words. Yep. <laughs> he's like, no, it doesn't fit. And he's like, oh, what is it? What fit? <laughs> I mean, I don't know why you're even bothering to try since you're, I don't know, dead uh, like me, but differently. Uh, but you should tell her about, uh, I, I don't know, her eyes or something. Write, some, write a line about her eyes. That's a good idea. Like, you're sitting at a table, and Lazarus Black is sitting across from you, and you've got, like, your whiskey uh, bottle and a couple of shots lined up, and, like, every now and then you'll take a shot, and then Lazarus will reach out and take a shot, and, like, from the real world perspective, it's just you. <laughs> Yeah, I kind of, I, I, that's, yeah, I see that. We'll take a ghost shot. <laughs> He's, you know, tapping a pen on paper and scratching out words. And... Mm -hmm. I mean, he's still giving you terrible help, but he's actually, like, kind of try, trying to honestly help. It's just he's a terrible person. Yeah. <laughs> Tell her that the way you, that she looks makes you want to gouge out the eyes. <laughs> it's like, whoa. <laughs> is it the backhanded compliment, right? Yeah. Like, 
Tell her you real uh, the yeah. way the way she kills people with her guns <laughs> really turns you on. <laughs> yeah, you suck I mean it call. doesn't because you're dead and the blood damn don't flow. But uh, tell her her eyes are her best feature because the rest is shit. <laughs> <laughs> Just something like that. So I'm <laughs> yeah, and it's like Haru knows the blood don't flow, but he's still got a connection. Mm-hmm. He knows. Yeah, no, there's an emotional. Uh, bond there. And so he's like, but nothing, just nothing seems to fit right. Mm-hmm. Um, and every so often he pauses and he looks at people who are, you know, in, deep in their own drinks and complaining about their food, the food stores being down. And yep. He's getting more and more agitated and nobody knows what to do. And so he's thinking of a plan, but he just doesn't know where to start. And then Lazarus Black suddenly disappears as someone walks up, drags the chair out that he was sitting in, and uh, plops on down. Hello, friend. How can I help you? The man seated before you has got uh, well-groomed black hair, uh, mutton chops, um, wears a, a fine black suit, He's got more colors going on than that. There's not not every single stranger you meet is the man in black, but yeah, it's a common color. Yeah. Um, and yeah, he's shuffling a deck of cards, and you recognize him as a local gambler, Ezekiel Boone. Okay. I Haru keeps his hat kind of turned down, you know. How may I help you, Mister Boone? Care for a friendly game of cards? I can play a game. He, uh, Haru flips the paper he had been writing on, just kind of over. Writing some, uh, some poetry? Trying to capture one's feelings is difficult. Yep. Tell me about it. Been there before, friend. He starts uh, dealing out the cards. What is game? Poker, of course. What's the word, Mr. Matsuhara? Word on what? Word in general? Uh, not much. Still looking for what's causing the famine around. People are hungry. They yep. need yep, respite. Yep, they are. Poker hungry, money short. I'll raise you. Call. All right. Well, what does a uh, Paris High say to you? You win that hint. Paris. Hey guys, uh, <laughs> I won. <laughs> well, you be so kind as to shuffle, Mister Matsuhara. You, uh, did some business up in Zinchang, I hear. Word travels quickly. Small town. What would you like to know about my trip to Zinchang? How are they doing? Food situation and all. They have plenty of fish. Big ones, even. Huh. Maybe large-size eel. 
<laughs> you should go visit if you are so inclined. I might. They got food there. Good gambling scene? A few people gambling, I saw. I just might go do that. That is an, an interesting idea that you've made me think of, Mr. Boone. Oh, what's that? Has anybody thought about sending a, a, a trade caravan to some of the coastal towns and acquiring food from them? Fish are abundant. Well, ain't that an interesting idea? You know, I heard someone tried that. Fish is all gone bad to worms by the time it got here. Ain't that strange? Even packed in salt? Even packed in salt. Mm. That is strange. Ain't that just the strangest thing? Food just uh, don't seem to keep around here. Seems we are cursed then. One might say. One might say. One might say certain other influences are involved around here. Got anything else to say to Mr. Ezekiel Boone? Haru mainly just looks at him and kind of is appraising of what brought this man to Haru. I mean, Haru, sure, Haru's been out of town. Sure, Haru knows about what things are like in Jingchen, but Haru never has considered himself a very approachable person by most of the people. So right. he's trying to see if there is some kind of game that Ezekiel Boone is at. I mean, there was. Ben Dunn forgot. <laughs> well, very well then. Haru will just tip his hat. Is a very fun game. Was was indeed. Thank you for dinner. I uh, I know you are a man who needs only the drink, but a man like me still has mortal needs. What? Thank you kindly, sir. You have a good day. Good luck with the poetry. Gets up and walks away. Gives him very, like, how to describe it? Uh, like, I know that he knows, but mm-hmm. I'm wondering how he knows. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of that, what, what? Daisy, yeah. you're at home. What's going on at home? Well, I got home. I walked in, I opened up my door. And oh my god, the foul <laughs> stench that poured out of there. Oh no. <laughs> just, yeah, well... My automatic coffee maker just yeah kept running. I forgot to turn it off. So, <laughs> it, it, Jonathan was coming by to check on your inventions for you. Uh, uh-huh. with very careful instructions. Unfortunately, he tried to make himself coffee, and that was not something you gave him instructions on. Uh, well, yeah. So it kind of has that smell of burnt coffee, but mm-hmm. also since water poured out, there's like mildew smell on the floor, and oh. and all my food is rotten. I'm yeah, pretty sure. Uh huh. So yeah. It's pretty nasty in there. Yeah. It's been a couple of days. You're finally just getting it cleaned up. Jonathan is kind of sheepishly visiting with you. Yeah, until the smell goes away. (laughs) (laughs) Come on over to my place tonight. Yeah. It's all right. Letting you know how how things are at the mine. Okay. See, I've I've already forgotten his voice. He had kind of a southern drawl, didn't he? There's too many characters in this game that have a southern drawl. That's, that's why that's I, the cowboy genre. No, yeah, yeah, exactly. got it. Yeah, he was always kind of just a, the, the, the friendly cowboy-like. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, you know, uh, pulling out good supply of ghost rock. Reckon I'll uh, start making a, a real profit soon. Hard to keep supplied up there. Food keeps going bad. You know how it is, obviously. Yeah. And uh, you know, it's the oddest thing. Some some of my uh, some of my boys keep talking about hearing sounds in the mine, like weird knocking sound, like ghost rock machines, or no, no, nothing like that. Like uh, knocking on wood. Yeah, hmm. We check the supports every every day. They're not breaking. Oh, some of them weakening up, but uh, you know, we shore them up. We're we're real careful as. Uh, don't want to collapse. Absolutely not, no. Rather pay for the extra timbers, have a smaller profit margin, and a nice safe mine. Can't make well, money yeah. if you're dead. No. Well, I'm working on that ghost rock extractor, but right now it's... Yeah, not yeah. much. Not much. I think I got bigger ideas now. Sorry about that, Days. Yeah, well... Ghost Rock, that's fine. It's the coffee machine that... <laughs> I know, I know. You told me not to touch it. I just you know, needed to pick me up, and I, I thought I could manage. I I did not. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry, Daisy. That's all right. It's, I, I didn't explain how it works, and that you have to actually turn it off. Or about that time, you can get a knock on your door. Who's that? A message for Ms. Gilmore. Ah, from whom? I'll open the uh, door, let him in. Or not, it's you know. uh, some worker for the Iron Dragon. Uh, Stands mm-hmm. there and, and says, uh, Miss uh, Lan Hui would like to speak to you. Lan Hui, huh? Mm-hmm. And she did not send Haru? She did not. No, sir. Hmm. Uh, ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> Well, how soon does she need to see me? Uh, as soon as possible, uh, is what she requested. Which All right. she probably told him immediately. Yeah. He was just like, mm, you know, let me uh, translate these into more diplomatic words. <laughs> At your earliest convenience, please. All right, well, I'll thank him. And you go scurrying off. Yeah. That sounds like a spider. <laughs> Yeah, I guess I'll, uh, yeah, you know, let Jonathan Graves know that. Well, it looks like I gotta go talk to Lon Hui. Oh, well, good luck. That woman scares me. Have I actually met Lon Hui yet? Yeah, once okay. or twice, I think. Yeah. Not, never alone. Yeah, okay, yeah. Because, yeah, in the group. All right. Yeah. All right, so, yeah, you, you go to Jacksonville to meet with... Actually, no, actually, you go to the Medford Rail Station is where you're directed to go. Okay. Uh, go in some of the offices there, and Lon Huey is, is standing at a desk going through some paperwork. Hello, Miss Way. Ah, Miss Gilmore, thank you for uh, coming to see me. You. Yes, thank you. Uh, I... Trust you are well, Ms. Gilmore? I'm doing all right. Still got all my fingers. That is that is good to see. <laughs> by by chance, did you bring that fascinating contraption of yours with you? Of course. May I see it, please? 
Sure. Now... <laughs> Put the railgun down on the table. Yeah, now be careful with it. And she doesn't actually touch it. She's like... Okay. Interesting. Thank you. Right here, please. And uh, a worker comes over and drops something that's wrapped in, in like, burlap down. Okay. And then uh, she pulls the burlap from it. Doesn't exactly match your railgun. Oh, because it's, yeah. it's uh, a lot more cumbersome. Uh, you, someone couldn't use it. Uh, you easily can tell that a person could not use it as a ranged weapon. Um, but they definitely could use it to drive a railroad spike through rail and wood into the ground. Because mm. it is your daddy's I was going to say, it does look gun. very familiar. It looks very familiar. I would say Denver Pacific has a few rail guns like that. Mm -hmm. Well, I know what that is. I thought you might. I recognized uh, your railgun in the design. And I was curious. Um, I understand your father worked for the Denver Pacific? Yes. And your father has gone missing. That's what I heard from them. How long has he been missing? Oh, many months now. Since Funny. summer. Since summer. See, I've been looking for ways to speed up construction of the spur line to Xincheng, seeing as, uh, well, we've been working on that since summer. And my workers have made as of yet no progress. So I reached out to a small company that was affordable uh, out of Salt Lake City. Owned by one Dr. Osiris Cordova. They advertised a automated uh, spike impaler that would speed up operations. Then they sent hmm. me a prototype to test before making a bulk order. This is what I got. Well, do you know who's making these for him? I do not, but I would be very interested. They might be the ones who have my daddy. I uh, suspect they might, or they might know from who they're getting their supplies. Or, yeah. Salt Lake City, huh? Yep. I thought that information might be valuable to you. It is. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Ms. Gilmore, for your service in uh, defending the Iron Dragon Rails a few months ago. Actually, less than a month ago. Yeah. <laughs> End of October. <laughs> If the Iron Dragon can be of any help in the future, please let me know. Oh, definitely. Thank you. Thank you very, very much. And now I have a lead to know where to go find my daddy. Best of luck. I will be ordering 
about a dozen of these. Maybe you'd be interested in picking them up for me when they're ready. And would this be going to Salt Lake City? It would. I think that sounds like something I'd be willing to do. Oh, good. I'll make sure my uh, chief of police makes himself available to help. All right. That would be Haru, right? Yes. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that hurt, Chinbei. I, you know, I get confused who's working for who sometimes. <laughs> uh, supposedly, they're both working for the same company, same boss. Yeah. Macario. How's that ranch of yours doing? Not so good. Um, I imagine that everything he planted has rotted completely. Yep. Nobody's been watering it for a couple of weeks, and then well, all the rot came through. And it's frozen now. It's frozen. Oh, I I should have hired a hand or something. This is terrible. Do you have any uh, livestock? Um, no, he just had guapito. Okay. But um, yeah, he's kind of like looking at his tomatoes, and they're just sagging and rotting, and it's mm-hmm. frozen and. Uh, I am going to have to buy food. Uh, this is not good. He's kind of lamenting his situation. Mm-hmm. You head into town. Yeah, we'll head into town. You head into Jacksonville, and you're uh, you're looking, you know, you can see if you can find any food to buy. It's all expensive. It's very expensive. Um, and you're you're feeling a little downtrodden, a little a little bummed out. When you notice a uh, a young woman kind of stands out in the in the crowds of people walking around going about their business, uh, a young Native American woman, black hair, uh, and she's carrying a basket of flowers. He sees the flowers, and his eyes are immediately drawn to it because it's the only thing that's not gray. <laughs> yeah. And um, they they stand out very vibrantly. He sees like yellow, red, blue colors. Mm-hmm. There's no question. Yeah, he must seek it. Um, yeah, so he'll he'll kind of like almost mesmerize, walk over to the woman and make eye contact. She looks up and she gives you a, a bright smile. She's got brown eyes. And who are you? I am Loha. Who are you? Macario. Macario has a nice name. Where did you find flowers this time of year? I, uh... Where did she find them? Oh. <laughs> you can say something mysterious. Oh, it's, it's going to be mysterious, all right. By Giwas. Giwas? Where is that? Maybe you know it as Crater Lake. Crater Lake. Where did they come from? He has this look of kind of remembering <laughs> horror on his face. Uh, from the rim. It's a sacred place. The oh. flowers glow. Uh, glow. The flowers grow uh, quite beautifully in light into the, the season. That is that is very interesting. I, I did not know flowers would grow anywhere, even even a sacred place this time of year. But 
Um, I, I, I must warn you, don't go out to the island. Well, the island is, is a sacred place too, but one does not venture there. Good plan. You, uh, you've been to Giwas, then, if you know of the island. Yes, but I did not see flowers there. When did you go? Mm, it was... <laughs> it was September, October-ish. It was September, October-ish. <laughs> well, yeah, it was not not the right time of year. And they, they grow on the far side of the rim. But... Uh, you 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 stand out, Macario. Well, uh, he looks down at his his bright, colorful clothes and he says, "Well, I try to bring brightness even when there is darkness. I'm pretty simple in this way. <laughs> I hope I hope it puts a smile on others' faces. Puts a smile on my face. It's good to see someone else bringing color. I agree. I, I like your flowers. Thank you. Would you like one? Of course, yes. She hands you a, a yellow one, a yellow bloom. He finds like a a blue spot on his shirt and pins it in there. And she smiles. Uh, it looks beautiful. Thank you. Well, thank you. I've never seen you in town. Uh, did you just get here? Oh no, I I come and go. Sometimes uh, I spend a little time in town. Sometimes I prefer the ways of my people and uh, wander. I have not had much chance to meet with people. Just one shaman. A shaman? Uh, his name, what was it? Oh, uh, Skull? Skrulk? I do not know that name. We don't really have too many shamans now. Not, not since the wars long ago. But there's a few of us still live here in the valley in our lands hmm. we try to live in peace of course it's better that way uh, peace I, I wonder uh, have, have your people had trouble with the trees the trees no the trees are uh, the spirit of the forest and they protect us the spirit of the forest and does it protect itself if it needs to ah that things are starting to line up in Makara's mind he's, he's connecting Tetris pieces <laughs> <laughs> that I see and what makes the forest happy <laughs> 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 Well, that's an interesting question. What makes the forest happy, what makes the spirits that watch over us happy is for their wards to live peacefully in harmony with each other. And who are their wards? All of us. You, my people, these settlers. They don't know it. They don't appreciate it. But everyone benefits from the protection of the spirits 
of the valley. I I love peace, but I have seen many people, many bad people. I do not know that we will ever have peace, true peace. That's why people like you and I, my friends, bring color to the valley. What? Did someone tell you that? That's just what we do. He, he looks a little bit scared and disturbed, and I'm guessing at this point she kind of walks off. Yeah, kind of cryptically. He smiles and then kind of like, I, uh, I, hope, I hope to have the chance to talk to you again, Macario. It was a pleasure to meet you. I'm, I must go, though. He doesn't say anything else. He's just trying to kind of process it all. I kind of imagine that group of people move between the two of them. Yeah. 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 Like, she goes behind it, like, just a little wagon or something. She's just gone. She's just gone. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And and maybe something else that you noticed uh, prior to, like, walking up to her is she wasn't, like, collecting money for these flowers. She was just handing them out. Mm. Do I still have the flower? Yeah. The flower's still there. Yeah, he touches it, kind of feels the pebbles. Mm Mm-hmm. That in scene. Yep. The moment Haru got done with his haiku, he would have had a like young boy or courier or whatever deliver it to Rachel wherever she's at. Okay. Well, unfortunately, Rachel is not. I know. I'm going to have her office because Rachel is with Ross out at the Fitzgerald uh, homestead oh, a few yeah. hours outside of Jacksonville. Just standing in the snow. You're probably bundled up. You've got a uh, some sort of fur-lined jacket. Oh, she's definitely wearing her winter coat. Um, Ross is just wearing his duster and isn't, doesn't look like he's even remotely bothered by the cold. But you're standing out in front of the uh, the burnt-out remains of the Fitzgerald uh, homestead. And Ross, you're, you're on your horses, and Ross leans forward and says, Well, what do you reckon happened? I reckon they started a fire. Someone started a fire. Is it like the whole homestead is just like burnt Gutted. to ashes? Yep. Anyone seen the Fitzgeralds in town? Not lately, hence the, uh, the welfare visit. Oh, shit. Well, better uh, keep your guns loose in your holsters. And he hops off of uh, his horse, Enoch. Yeah, she's going to swing off. Oakley. And um, is there a tree nearby that she could... There's plenty of trees. I figured. <laughs> that she could, like, tie Oakley yeah. to. And and Cain throws you the reins to Enoch. Yeah, she'll lead the horses over and it's like a low hanging branch or something and just, you know, throw the reins over the mm-hmm. hoop them once. Yep. The tree branch came. Curse no. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> She's gonna like give the tree a wary glance and then gently like pat the bark. There's and no then... response. It's just the cold. Yeah. Maybe a good dollop of hunger there. Oh yeah, she's Food just doesn't seem to be all that filling when you can get it. Ross is already uh, 
walked on over to the, the burned shell of the house. What do you do? She's probably going to cautiously step in to see if she can spot bodies. All right. Give me a notice roll. Plus two. Notice. Nine. You, uh, you don't see any bodies, but you see trail of, of ash leading away from the snow through the, through the snow from that mm. from the, the ruins through the snow towards the tree line opposite of where you put the horses okay trail of ash not blood nope not blood ash looks like something heavy was dragged through the snow too she's gonna kind of you know get Ross's attention how do you get Ross's attention well, is he in the house with her, or did he stay outside? He's standing outside? nearby, yeah. He's, okay. he's walking around the perimeter. She's going to call out, hey, Ross, got hey. something over here. He's Some over. sort of trail. What do you got, deputy? Well, it ain't a body, but it looks like something was dragged out of here. Better follow it. Yeah. And he, actually, he's fast. He doesn't, he doesn't unfasten his gun or anything mm. but he kind of looks to you and be ready yep is scout with us yeah scout's with you okay. he's staying by your side solidly by your side you you walk through the snow towards the tree line and as you walk and ross kind of glasses over you and says, you know we're out here by ourselves we don't have to keep up appearances you can call me kane just feels weird. Feels weird being called Ross. Feels weird being called Abraham. Well, expect it'll take me time to get used to that. I was introduced to you as Ross. Think of you as Ross. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I start calling you Kane, then one day I'm gonna say the wrong name at the wrong time. Yeah, I suppose. Just uh, just don't go forgetting, in case anything happens. What are you talking about? Oh, the usual things a dead man talks about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it looks like we got someone in the tree line there. And yeah, you go walking up, and you see kind of stretched out in the snow, tangled in vines, uh, the half-burnt body of a human. Except, looks wrong. Wrong, like a human who was burned in a fire wrong? No. I mean, there's that, yes, but limbs, a little too long. Patches of burnt fur where there shouldn't be. The jaw's wrong, too. A little too pronounced. Teeth. A little too sharp. Ah. Uh, what the hell? She's just gonna... Um... She's not gonna draw, but she's gonna approach cautiously. 
And judging by the way, like, the snow's kind of messed up and torn around mm. and thrown about, this person weren't dead when they were dragged from the burning wreckage of the house. Uh, is it... like a vine wrapped around its throat, strangling it. She's gonna point that out to the sheriff. That's what I'm talking about when we say the trees ain't natural. So I see. Of course, I believed you always, but let's be, let's be honest. Makara started off cryptic and then started explaining. <laughs> uh, let's see what this feller has to say. He kind of leans down next to the, the body and pulls the glove off his hand. So what, the, what are you doing? Hush. What? Puts his hand on, on, on the body. Does she recognize that it's a Fitzgerald? No, I don't think you recognize oh, okay. who this was. Oh, okay. Between the burn and the mutation. Uh-huh. You have it's no idea. It's impossible yeah. to ID. Yeah. They're frozen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he has his hand on the thing, on the corpse's shoulder for like a second and throws his arm off. Oh. What the hell was that? Um. Scouts, like, Yeah, barking. scouts, not barking. Scouts growling. Oh, Kane looks at you, his amber eyes that kind of seem to gleam a bit, even in the light. One of the, I guess you could say, perks of being dead. Sometimes you can get an idea of what the dead have to say. Involuntarily, Rachel's going to take a step back from him. He just maintains level gaze of you. He's accustomed to this reaction you're gonna have to run that uh by me again there boss you can you know i'm harrowed you can talk to the dead can talk to the recently dead so sometimes the not so recently dead too they're very talkative actually you'd be surprised they got a lot to say so you're telling me you can talk to the dead. I'm pretty sure I use those words, yes. Then what the hell have you got me running around investigating shootings and murders for? If you could just go on up to the body and ask them who done it. Right. How do you explain that then? Where do you get the evidence to show to a mundane court don't know about the scary stuff that's out there? Well, maybe the... The... Spirit could tell you where to find some evidence. Also, a lot of time, them bodies are already buried in the graveyard. You are one crazy son of a bitch. I'm dead, deputy. I'm a dead man who didn't have the good sense to stay dead. Yeah, that's what I said. I ain't crazy. (laughs) Anyway, this son of a bitch here was uh, hungry. Well, yeah, we're all hungry. No. You, uh... You ever hear about the Donner Party? Um? Back in 46, 47? Yes. Don't reckon there's many who ain't heard of the Donner Party. Poor folks. 
Yeah. So when I say this fella were hungry, I mean like Donner Party hungry. You mean he was eating people? Yeah, I heard some whispers. We need to check the, the cellar. Oh, God. Let's go get this over with. Yeah. She's going to just turn around and trudge angrily back through the snow. You do. You head back, and then you hear a gunshot ring out right behind you. Uh, she's going to draw on instincts and roll around. You turn, and you see Kane standing there. He's got his big damn gun, and he's just fired a hole through the forehead of the cadaver lying there. What the hell are you doing? He's already dead. Make, Scared the shit out of sure. me. Making sure. Just making sure. She's going to holster her gun. Holsters his gun and falls after you. Call it insurance. I mean, fellow like me came back. So you go back. Give me a notice roll. You're uh, trying to find where the cellar was mm. in this burned out ruin. You're searching, you're searching. Yeah. Finally, uh, you hear Kane. Over here! So she'll head over to where he is. Kind of, you know, ducking. Kind of breaks open this burned uh, cellar door. Kind of, actually, uh, reaches down. It looks like it's barred and heavy. Mm-hmm. And he just <laughs> pulls it off. He's just giving him this look like, sure, must be nice. It ain't. It really ain't. I mean, she doesn't say that. She's just no, he him. sees the look. Uh. He just says, it ain't. It really ain't. There's a few perks, but... Uh, why don't you just ask Haru about the constant voice in your head? In his wanna, head. I don't want to talk about that. Mm. Guess what I got. You as well? Every single one of us. Do you know... Well, I guess this isn't the time. Time for what? I'm worried about Haru, and I want to see if there's something I can do. But... Like what? Like, get that thing out of him. The only surefire way is permanent lack. You destroy the brain, you destroy the demon forever. Yeah. You destroy Haru. I can't accept that. There's got to be some other way. I met someone once who was capable of such a feat. I refused on account of having work to do here on this earth. I don't know where he's at now. But I reckon there's a rare few like him who can perform the same thing. Holy men and such. Good to know. I wouldn't count on it, Rachel. I gotta. Don't. Don't get your hopes up. Because first you gotta find a rare individual like that, and then them holy folk ain't usually keen on helping undead abominations like Haru and I. Haru ain't an abomination and neither are you. 
We are what we are. We are monsters made by the forces at work here. The forces of evil, Rachel. That we choose to do good with what we have been given is all that makes us different. Choice. Choice and strength of will to fight against the thing within us. Right. I wouldn't call that an abomination. I wish some of the folk I knew believed like you did. Things might have been different. Well, I wish a lot of things about this world were different. <laughs> right, let's go in this cellar. Yeah. She's going to call down for too her... Mu- is it- too much bonding. <laughs> too much heavy talk. <laughs> is it pitch black? Like the cellar, is there any light leaking? There's a little bit of light. Coming down from down the opening. Above. Um... I don't want to fire a flare down there. Like there that would be there's a enough light. Bad idea. Like, like standing up from where you're at, there's not really anything to see. Mm-hmm. But if you go down there, you'd be able to see fine. Oh, okay. And and Kane will lead the way. Actually, I figured. Um, steps down. Get this very very George Takai sort of. Oh my. Oh, Rachel's gonna fall right down after him. What is in the cellar? Dare I ask? So, you kind of see Kane's eyes glowing slightly in the darkness. That's not creepy at all. Yeah. Uh, you also see in half light a body hanging uh, from the uh, the ceiling uh, of the cellar, and it's burnt. It's burnt pretty bad, but you can also tell that this thing's been half eaten. Jesus Christ. Not exactly the god I would have intoned, but yeah. Is this one of the Fitzgeralds? Or is it still can't <laughs> recognize? luck. <laughs> I mean, she's got to know what happened it's to them. It's beyond uh, recognition, but Kane kind of looks at me and says, So that feller we saw in the woods? That was... Gregor Fitzgerald. Well, shit. Who's this then here? Can you say howdy? No, I don't appreciate that tone. <laughs> and it ain't say howdy. Right? <laughs> Talking to the spirits of the dead. Calling them from beyond the grave. It's a little bit more solemn and serious. Not just what... For fuck's sake. Yes. Okay. All right. Howdy. <laughs> yeah, Rachel's just like giving her that. looks like she just raises an eyebrow at him like, are you really going to give me your whole spiel? Are you just going to talk to the spirit? <laughs> yep. That was Martha Fitzgerald. Did the Fitzgeralds have kids? I don't hear their whispers. Well, they must have uh, must have eaten their bones and everything, because I, I sense that same hunger in Martha's spirit. 
can she look around the cellar for any signs of the kids? Sure. Give me a notice roll. Straight notice roll. Four? Four. Yeah, you find a corner. There's a few small teeth and maybe a broken, burned-out jaw. So, you know, Rachel's searching the cellar, and she comes across these teeth, and she just freezes and, like, just looks at these teeth. And it's like she's not, like, her hand starts to just shake a little bit. Rachel? Yeah. You all right there? What'd you find? Um... Well, I think I found, she's just going to kind of stand up slowly and back away. And Ross can probably see that her hand is shaking. Mm-hmm. I think I found the kids. All right. Check my saddlebags. I got some kerosene. I got some dynamite. Kindly fetch those. I'll yeah. go get Gregor. Right. She's just going to out of the cellar. Yep. So he drags Gregor's misshapen, malformed corpse back over to the house. He takes the, the kerosene from you, pours it all over the, the inside of the uh, cellar where he's put the bodies. And then he uh, walks out with you, holds the stick of dynamite. And there's... A noticeable difference in Rachel's attitude now. Like before, you know, it was like, "Oh, I'm out with the boss," and we're like, you know, how cops are when they're investigating that, like, yeah. crime cop humor of like it's shit that we deal with, but we have to crack jokes or we go insane. Mm-hmm. And now it's more like her voice is tight. It's like she's tense. It's like she wants to get out of there. Yeah, he pulls the cigar from his mouth, lights the the stick of dynamite, throws it over his shoulder <laughs> into the into the uh, cellar, and then kind of like push. All right, uh, walk a little quicker, a little quicker, a little quicker. All right, run, <laughs> run. We're 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 walking too slow. <laughs> and then boom, there's a big explosion of fire, and yeah, Kane destroys the evidence. Do you look at the explosion? No. Mm. Well, do you? No, she probably okay. doesn't. Yep, no one looks at the explosion. Everyone's a badass. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> you walk away in slow mo. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of jogging away at the yeah. end. No, no need to worry about the shockwave. Yeah. Well, I ain't never seen anything quite like that. Uh, I ain't seen anything ever like that. What are we going to tell the folks back in town? Uh, tell them that uh, there was an oil spill. There was a fire. No one made it out alive. Right. Better than, uh, better than the truth, sadly. God help me. It's a hard thing we do, Rachel. Wait, this ain't just normal law enforcement. You gotta know this. I picked up on that a couple months ago when I found out that my boss was a walking corpse. 
walk and talk and corpse. Thank yeah. you very much. This shit ain't easy even when you ain't pretending to, to lead another life. Did my time with the Rangers. Saw lots of things. Saw lots of things before then, but... Yeah, I see my share of weird. I bet you have. We'll get back to town. Drinks are on me. Yeah. Thanks. As you're uh, riding back to town, you, you know, you're kind of looking around, a little creepified because of what you saw, and you can't help but notice set tracks in the snow off, kind of out of, out of the way, but just visible wolf tracks. Big wolf tracks. Oh, that's interesting because I was going to say, actually, Rachel would probably take this opportunity to hunt a little bit to look for some food. You know, you see lots of wolf tracks, but you don't see a whole lot of game. Hmm. As far as food goes, everyone can have the amount of money they have currently because food's goddamn expensive. You can too, because you're you still nosh a bit now that you've absorbed the essence of the gluttonous ogre. Oh yeah, I, I, I mean at least I can eat like not I can eat spoiled food. So yeah, that's true. <laughs> uh, you know that's a good point. Actually, you're probably buying spoiled food on discount. So <laughs> I was gonna say Rachel was gonna point the tracks out to Ross and you know say folks are hungry. I've been thinking lately of putting together some sort of hunting party. Looking for some game. I mean, here's some tracks right here. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't go hunting for that. I certainly wouldn't eat it. Those are wolf tracks. I mean, okay, let's be fair. I would eat it. But I'm dead. And I, I mean, can eat just about anything. Meat is meat. People are starving. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta get some food into this town. A wolf would feed a lot of people. You'd think that. Or other game. But if Age of Empires has taught me anything, a wolf won't feed you anyone. <laughs> I'm just saying, I think I'm going to put together some sort of hunting party and just see if we can find any game out here in these... Well, just be careful. These lovely, lovely trees. Yeah. Yeah, that's odd talking about these trees like they're bad was that Gregor Fitzgerald he was turning into something and those trees killed him well maybe I there's, maybe there's an angle here we haven't explored yet I ain't the one to know about any of this just tell me where to point my gun and I'll shoot it <laughs> uh, yeah I'm like that too except now I gotta figure out where to point let me do some research you want to take a hunting part out, that's fine. You do that on your off time, and you fucking be careful. Yeah. People gotta eat, though. Yeah. Not all of us can just... She'll just gesture <laughs> at him. All of you. <laughs> you just gesture at all of me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, 
I know. Not not everyone is harrowed like Haru and myself. Let me tell you what, though. It ain't all peaches and cream being dead. Pretty sure uh, Haru can tell you all about that. Yeah. Anyway, take care of yourself, deputy. Let me go home and get a bite to eat. Yep. I'll uh, go see you to the jail. Come on, Scout. She'll whistle. Which I cannot do. You're heading through Jacksonville. Do I actually go back to the sheriff's office? You probably rode up to the sheriff's office. But didn't go inside. Didn't go inside. So I still don't see the poem then that was delivered. Oh, that's right. Do you want to go back to the sheriff's office? No, I'm fine. Like leaving this is like a what's the word I'm looking for? A Chekhov's gun that hasn't fired off yet. Is it like wrapped though, or is it like an open for? Like I, it would have been in an envelope, but he would have given it to a kid saying, "I, I don't know where the deputy is. Find her." Oh, okay. Yeah, you're. Uh, you, you leave, Kane Rose, mm-hmm. Abraham Ross, and the sheriff's office, and you ride back, through town towards your own homestead. And you're on the outskirts of town when you bump into a familiar sight. Lucario. No, Skell. Oh, nice. Looks like uh, he's just leaving town himself, headed back towards uh, his own path towards, you You assume, Table Rock. He's got a sack of goods over his shoulder. Is he walking? Yeah, he's walking. I'm on my horse? Yep. So she's going to kind of just, you know, raise her hand in greeting. Like... Stops, turns, squints at you, and then raises his hand in greeting back. So he's carrying a sack, you said? Yeah. Of food? Presumably. Oh, I mean, yeah. you don't have x-ray vision as far as this I know. This is true, I guess. <laughs> I mean, does it look like a sack of wheat? Is it? It, no, it just looks like a sack oh. of stuff. Maybe you see, like, the outlines of some jars. Howdy, Skull. Hello, Deputy. How are you? I am Skell. <laughs> <laughs> I am well. Everyone's a fucking clown in this valley. <laughs> <laughs> Macario has been successful. <laughs> At least some of us are clowns in this valley. Oh, yeah. I have to admit. <laughs> I am well. Uh, I I trust your your old wounds trouble you no more. Uh, they don't. Good. Thanks to you. I'm glad. I. Uh, it's funny running into you like this. I actually had been meaning to ride out to Table Rock to see you. Is that so? How convenient. I've been meaning to. Uh, contact you in fact oh well then this is fortuitous mm, quite <laughs> would you like to follow me to my camp we can share the warmth of a fire and and speak or would you rather talk now and here i was about to invite you back to my home but okay i could follow you to your camp as well whichever you I, prefer. I leave the decision to you no, you go first. You go. You Are we closer to my house or to Probably. his camp? Probably, yeah. No, no, you're definitely a lot closer to your house than you are to Table Rock. Okay. From Jacksonville. Since you're <laughs> closer to my house, let's go there. Get out of this cold weather. Um, I'd be happy to 
Brew up some hot water and... I have some herbs to make a tea. I think that's what your people call it. Yeah. I'm not sure what the proper name would be otherwise. Yeah, tea. You're always welcome at my home. I thank you for your generosity. It is quite unexpected. Well, you've done a lot for me. <laughs> Probably more than I deserve. I have I have done little. Deputy Rachel, you have done a great service, not only for me, but for this valley. But I, I, I am... I have no horse, but I will follow you on, on foot. She'll get down and walk her horse okay. and yeah, you, you walk get, with him. You walk back to your, your little homestead, and uh, you're, you're sitting inside. You've got uh, an herbal tea that mm-hmm. Skell has made, and uh, you're, you're drinking it. It's, it's, Is it ginger by any no, chance? No, it's not ginger. Oh, peppermint? It might be peppermint. Is peppermint native to North America? Yeah, okay. Yeah, it's a peppermint tea. So you had a question for me, Deputy? A couple questions, actually. I'm not quite sure where to begin. I guess I'll go with the most pressing one. I'm sure you've noticed that food is pretty scarce in the valley. It had come to my attention, yes. I know we took care of that spirit out at Giwas. Mm-hmm. But I was wondering if maybe... He kind of gives you a raised eyebrow for knowing the... or for remembering the name. Um, it's more like an appraising, like respectful. Oh, like, oh. Okay. Yeah. I was wondering if maybe something went wrong. I thought it was supposed to help with the... With the food. Well, that, in fact, relates to what I wished to speak to you about. There are many spirits in the hunting grounds. Some good. Some benign. Several bad. And from time to time, a bad one makes its way from the spirit world, the hunting grounds where it belongs, and here into our world. I fear that one such has made its way into our world and is now afflicting our valley. I know not where it is lurking, but I have been searching. Mm. The only thing I can say is uh, I'm I'm pointing in the wrong direction Uh in the real world, but he points in the right direction. Uh The... The Great Mountain, I think your people call it McLaughlin. Yeah. It's somewhere over there. Is this going to be like at Giwas, do you think? Worse. This spirit's a lot more powerful. Wow, is... Angry. Hungry. Pretty powerful spirit. I'm sure you and your friends are more than up to the challenge. It's not often one stands up to one of the great spirits and lives. Yeah. 
I heard about what you did in uh, what do, what do they call it? Zincheng? Something like that. I the Great Serpent. Yeah, that was a bad day. <laughs> I can imagine. We were, of course, aware of the presence of the Great Serpent. Usually it slumbers and troubles no one. That's good to know, because we left. Uh, There's no shame. That is a spirit beyond most mortal kin. But I, I, I think this spirit of famine lurking at Mount McLaughlin will be a little more handable. That's a terrible word. There's not even a word. Uh, <laughs> manageable. manageable. Thank you. Yeah. I'm ashamed of myself. I'm going to start over so I can cut that out because... Or I, handables. They can be like, <laughs> oh, no. Teeth on hands. I, I think you shall find the spirit at Mount McLaughlin much more manageable. I hope so. Because it sounds like I'm going to be going to Mount McLaughlin. Quite likely. I don't know where it resides just yet. But as soon as I learn, once I have accomplished the dances of my people, I'll let you know. That's good, because I think it's going to take some convincing to get uh, Macario to um, travel with us. Hmm. He seems a bit... How shall I say this? I will provide talismans. It's the least I can do that will perhaps help protect you. That would be most appreciated. <laughs> as, as the last of my people, it's the least I can do to help safeguard what our legacy has left behind. Well, the way I see it, folk need to eat. Yes. We do. So. You're getting sleepier and sleepier, and this tea is just like affecting you. The, did he drug the tea? Hmm. That's so strange. Um, so she's going to yawn then and just say, like, pardon me. Um, it's been a long day. Um, yeah, you kind of yawn, mm-hmm. kind of like rub your eyes. Mm-hmm. And then you look up and you say, pardon me, it's been a long day. Is he gone? He's gone. What? How did he even do that? Is it like hours later? Yeah, it is pretty late. Fuck. That's rude. Of Rachel. (laughs) And him. He drugged her. Did he, though? I don't know. I feel like she wouldn't just fall asleep randomly. You're sleepy. Mm. And then when you gotta sleep, you gotta sleep. It's going to be a couple days later. Well, days, I can assume that you found the letter now. Yeah, I was going to say, Rachel probably found the poem. <laughs> I was just like, eh. nah. <laughs> nah, I just... Nope, I'm going to leave that to somebody That'd else. That would be really then. sad if she, if like, Haru's like, I sent her this poem, and then she just hadn't seen it, because she <laughs> hasn't been in the office yet, and that's where the boy left it. Yep. 
And so, but he, like, it's just like, Rachel must not return my feelings. <laughs> She's ignored me. Um, no, you find the letter for sure. Now, whether you respond in kind is entirely up to you. I just, I can only imagine, uh, now that you've said that she's found the letter, I was going to say, I can only imagine the way that would have gotten lost as it got set on the desk and Ross, while trying to fit, shuffle through paperwork, was like... Oh, that totally <laughs> happened. <laughs> well, no, I got set, you have a separate desk from Ross, so... I mean, yeah, that's true, I do have my own desk. You just never... Ross would it. not be the person who would go through Rachel's mail. No, I don't Is think he, he would. I, I wouldn't say he went through her mail. I'm more yeah. just like setting paperwork down. Not unless it right. sat for too long. He's just like, okay, all right. Hey, deputy, you got a letter. <laughs> a letter? Like, like peg you in the face with the envelope. <laughs> She's going to, you know, grab the letter. Like, who's writing me a letter? I don't know, but it's collecting dust. You better open it. She's going to open it. I didn't look, but now I'm curious. Do you need to read it again? Yeah, oh, she's going to open it. And then, did he sign it? No, he, he he would have left it for you to, like, okay. kind of, like... I have a feeling, though, she would know who it's from. Would she? Ross! God damn it, that's private, personal! Someone's got to read it out loud. <laughs> the stars... Oh, God, that's not his voice. The stars shine brightly. Like your eyes in the night sky. God damn it, Ross. You make my heart beat. Oh, that's only something a dead man would write. <laughs> <laughs> Trust me, I know. I am one. I, I didn't write it, though. I like you, deputy. Not like I know you didn't write me that. I know who wrote that. Oh, you wouldn't me. I know I just denied writing it. But Ross, you hurts. can't even, like, write... A report, let alone any. Just <laughs> so do that poem back, and she's gonna take it back. This is mine. It's private. Uh huh. So, what's the word? Well, I I don't I gotta. <laughs> my finger. How long has this letter been here? Uh, a couple days. A couple days? I don't go through your mail, deputy. I ain't that much of a snoop until it starts collecting She's dust. just gonna like, oh crap, and just like get up and run out of the office what? No. with the poem. Deputy! Uh... <laughs> She's gonna go run to find Haru. Yeah, you find Haru being accosted by one Joe Kelly, who is demanding answers as to why the Iron Dragon hasn't done anything about all the people who have mysteriously vanished off of its trains here in Medford. Go. I really want you to slap her. <laughs> and and y'all are here, we'll, we'll, we'll say. Because all, I'm here. You're all here. Miss Kelly, I will tell you again. We are doing everything within our power now, please, go bother somebody who wants to hear your incessant rambling and Look, questions. Look, I need you for protection, okay? Because something weird is going on the Iron Dragon, and I am going to find out what it is. I am doing everything in my power, staying up as late as I possibly can. <laughs> it's pretty late. I 
promise you I am just as concerned for these missing people as you are. I hey, promise you that. I got a great solution to this that makes everybody happy. Tell her you got a lead and takes us somewhere that no one else is around. And then we shoot her in the head. She doesn't come back from the dead. I get to kill someone. She stops asking you questions. Everybody's happy. <laughs> I knew he was going to say something. <laughs> I almost said like out loud in front of Kelly, be like, oh, "Is it involved killing someone? Because if it does, <laughs> shut up." <laughs> Do you see that out loud? No, no, no. no it's just <laughs> that was what Haru's. You know, I give you all the easy solutions, and you reject them. I do not wish for an easy life. Look, my plan is simple. I'm going to ride the train before the solstice. I just need to make sure that I got people watching my back so whenever what happens happens, there's witnesses and people to protect me around. Uh, I'll pay ya. Where are you riding this train to? I'm not actually going to ride the train, but I'm going to make whoever is taking these people think I'm going to ride the train. So I'm going to have like my bag ready to go, ticket in my hand, but I'm going to blend in with the crowd. Why, why do you think the kidnappers would choose you? What makes you more special than any other person, other than you being a reporter? I'm an outsider. I ain't part of this town. Everyone who's gone missing has not put down roots here. They've been passing on through. Not since the railroad got finished. Prior to that, it was railroad workers. Prior to the railroad, people went missing. What he said. Not what I said, but in your words. Maybe they just moved on in life and didn't feel like letting anyone know. It's not really a lot of people. Two people every year, like clockwork. There, there's been a lot more people missing out of Medford in the last month around here. People leave, people die, people disappear in the woods, never come back. What makes you think this so special, so different? Well, the fact that over half of them have missing person reports filed on them. I don't know if that's a thing then. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, probably not as well tracked or taken mm-hmm. seriously, but... I mean, you'd be usually like a, a, you know, angry mother coming in, my kid's gone missing, and he's... Sheriff Ross. I've done my oh, research. God. Yep. You know, people going into local law, talking about missing... Family members. Haru is also, by the way, has a has a, a small bottle in his hand as he's drinking from it. Says, "Your plan is crazy. So crazy it just might work. So and get crazy it just might work. I like it. <laughs> I'm, I'm up for anything that involves killing and death." Well, uh, mm. fine. I will watch. All right, everyone. I know y'all can't hear me, but mark this day. Haru just agreed with me. Good. What about uh, you, Miss Gilmore? Can I count on you? Well, I don't see why not. I spent a lot of time hanging around this station. So I wouldn't look too out of place. 
I'm only agreeing to this plan, so you just leave me alone. I do not like reporters meddling around in what I do. You know, there's an easy solution to that. I mean, I... it happens all the time. Back east, middle of the country. I mean, reporters go missing literally all the time. Go kill them. It's really easy. I've done it a couple of times for money. I aim to get to the truth. Whatever that may be. They're always after the truth. That's their Achilles heel. You tell them, oh, hey, I'll show you the truth. All you gotta do is come out to this real secluded place. Tell no one whatsoever because that might tip somebody off. And then, boom, they're dead. Well, you don't usually use a gun. You cut their throat or something like that and toss them down in the bayou before. It's fun time. Sometimes the truth is dangerous. <laughs> Don't I know it? You know they say the I truth work will for the set you free. Sometimes literally. Uh, at this point, Macario gets back from the outhouse. Uh, uh, is that the reporter? Uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> you see Haru like temple rubbing. Frustrated face as he's looking over Joe Kelly. Like, I think Joe probably has her back to you, so she doesn't notice you at first. But if she sees like anyone's eyes flick over her shoulder at you, then she's going to turn around and just, you know, oh, Macario, good to see you again. The cryptic clown. The cryptic oh. clown. Oh, now I have a nickname. It's no good. <laughs> <laughs> Any, uh, have you thought about, uh, that, um, proposal about the gardening section? Uh, yes. Have you added one? No. We're so <laughs> waiting <laughs> to hear what, uh, what plants you might have recommend for it. Well, uh, I do not have too much to say of plants. Uh, I don't know where you got such a crazy idea. <laughs> uh, especially not here. Uh, what do you want? Why Why are you bothering my friends? Uh, I've just hired your friends to uh, watch my back during a little re- investigation. I'm telling you, it'll be the easiest thing in the world. It'll save you a lifetime of heartache and trouble. Maybe not heartache, but... I will be. Uh, just kill, right kill her. I'll be, I'll be, I, I will be. I'd be willing to hire right you back. on, too, as an extra pair of eyes. He walks away to yell at Lazarus in a private place. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Haru, outhouses, other way. Thank you, Mikael. <laughs> Are you going to yell at me again? Because I really don't appreciate that. It hurts my feelings. So if Makaya walks away from Joe... Mm-hmm. I feel like then Rachel's gonna like run up to him like okay. all flustered, with the poem like clutched in her hand. Oh, oh hey, did did you write the line about killing people in, <laughs> in in there? Is that the one you gave her? Just quiet. No. no. I mean, she, I helped. I legitimately helped. She's gonna say, "I I just found this, Haru." I. Oh, she, she just found it. That means she doesn't care. She probably knew she had letters and didn't give a shit. It's... 
You are the most depressing individual. <laughs> I, you know, I'm dead. I'm a demon. I'm in your head. So Rachel sees that Haru is like being distracted by Lazarus Black, and so she's just gonna grab him and kiss him. Oh shit! It's like kind of like shut up the voice in his head, even for like a brief. <laughs> Lazarus even like, oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> Moment. Oh. <laughs> All right, roll a bigger check. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, make a dominion check. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Where'd my death bag go? Oh. oh. What'd you get? Snake eyes. <gasps> oh. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Wowie wow. Oh, shit. <laughs> Someone's getting their face Uh, So... You're going to go to negative one. I need dominion. Again. Because I'm not even going to roll. Yeah. Uh, and, yeah, Lazarus takes over. And uh, you you kiss Haru, and Haru wraps his arm around your waist and pulls you in. It's actually a lot more passionate than you were expecting. Oh, okay. <laughs> Sorry, I just imagined a corpse making out with somebody. It's very disturbing. <laughs> no, it's definitely weird. <laughs> I mean, like, especially She's with, like... making out with a corpse. Yeah. No, that, that that part is totally weird. But yeah, um, you know, like like Haru is is caught off guard for a second, stiffens up as as kind of probably would be his reaction. Yeah, it'd be very. Like, I mean, I was gonna have it be like that, that. It was most unexpected. And then, and then kind of relaxes. And even though you know he's cold to the touch, clammy, uh, he kisses you back. Okay. Puts that arm around your waist and pulls you in. I mean, Rachel will break off the kiss at a certain point because she has to breathe, so. <laughs> but I guess that's a good thing as I don't worry about breathing. Hey, you see that... Because uh... she's never kissed her before, so she doesn't really know that anything's wrong, per se. Not until you uh, you pull back and you see that not quite okay glint. Is I imagine kind of the 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 the, the, the southern kind of leer. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, darling. You and she's just gonna punch him in the face. Oh, is that any way to thank a friend? After all, I mean, let's be honest. Haru would have gone <laughs> cold as a fish. I don't want you at all. You may not I want to get you out of him. It's <laughs> the last thing I do. Good luck. I'm pretty sure it don't work like that. Yeah, well, you're scared of little butterflies, apparently. So I think it's going to be actually fairly easy. I'm not scared of little butterflies. You sure I don't ran know in terror that from that did. little origami butterfly. No, no. If I no. fold this poem up into a little butterfly right now, are you going to just run on away? No, I'm not. Because that's not what the goddamn butterfly At this point, did. they're making a scene, and McCarthy's like, uh, lovers quarrel, no thing to see here. <laughs> that, that origami butterfly cut me off somehow. I don't know what did it, and I reckon whatever deal you made weren't for the best. So, probably shouldn't go repeating that. 
You, uh... You let you, him go. Well, I'm good and ready, but I'm in control right now. And let me tell you what, Rachel, you're playing with fire. Whoever you dealt with for that origami. <laughs> Worse than me. All I want is to kill. All I want is to hate. Whatever you're dealing with, it's worse. You think about that before you cross me then. <laughs> you don't know what you're playing with, deputy. I ain't playing with anything. Yeah, so? How's that gun of yours? It's is it? Is it really? Is it really? Why don't we find out? Why don't we find out? He reaches forward, he grabs your gun uh, from your holster, grabs Rage, forces it into your hand, holds it up to, to his forehead. Pull the trigger. Daisy pulls out. Hey! <laughs> Pull the trigger. Go on. Whoa, 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 whoa. Go whoa. on ahead, deputy. Deputy? No. You <laughs> go ahead. You kill me, you kill Haru. Damn it, Haru, I don't the want to have to kill you. Only thing saving your sorry ass right now. Indeed. So, let's not be making empty threats now. It ain't empty. <laughs> you can't pull the trigger, deputy. Yeah, because you're in Haru's body. Because you're too cowardly. Always will. Gotta hide hey. behind Haru. Let him do all the fighting for you, all the work. Just. Take a free ride on his body. Uh, like the coward that you are. It's not quite how it works, deputy. See, I keep <laughs> Haru alive. Uh, reporter, let us talk about the trees. <laughs> well, you're probably actually still... Y'all are still like... Oh, so we're not even there. Yeah, you're not okay, even I there. I think like, this is... Okay. I thought this was like all privately. right freaking there. No, it's like, not right freaking okay, there. Okay, I'm, I'm picturing like, yeah. we're all like just looking at horror as no. the entire bar. And, all right. Like, yeah, no, 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 no. This is out by the outhouse. I, I can imagine Joe being like, oh, uh, this is good. I know. Scribbling furiously. She's like, this is the bring I've always needed. Drawing character pictures. Yeah. I'm going to be working for the big papers now. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, never mind. No. Yeah. Um, I guess I'm not pointing that, that out. That ain't how it works. It ain't a matter of cowardice. I ain't a fucking coward. I don't know. Seemed like a pretty fucking coward to me. I wanted revenge against the man who killed me. So I bound my immortal soul to his. Call that cowardice. He died. I die permanently. I brought him back. Deputy. I. I. Lazarus Black. Brought him back. Yeah, I think you're a liar. <laughs> I am many things. But a liar I am not. I have always been honest. Honest, my desire to kill, my desire to burn this God-forsaken world down to the core. I think that's the only honest thing you've said to me. No, actually. Well, okay. Yeah, that's a good point. But that's about <laughs> the only thing I've said to you. Because we haven't had too many conversations. Yeah. There's a reason and for I'm that. I'm telling you now. 
deputy. You're playing with hellfire, whatever this is you're dealing with. I figure if I'm got you scared, then... You know who and what you dealt with. I know, but do you know? All too well, deputy. Well, good, because if you bring horror to any sort of harm... Or what? You're gonna make another deal with Malik? Maybe I will. <laughs> You're a Maybe fool Maybe this time, instead of giving me a butterfly, he'll give me a little bunny rabbit, or a little kitten, or a little bluebird, and you'll just scurry on off to wherever you scurried on off to last time. He's just giving me this really blank stare, and then, oh, okay, I see what you're, you're trying to imply there. No, that ain't how it work. See, I'm pretty sure Moloch said it was some sort of uh, concept that your mortal mind could comprehend, it appearing as a butterfly. But what he did was he cut me off, silenced me, weren't by my choice. I did not scurry off. You know, when you fall asleep, yeah, you lose control of your body. No. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm deeply afraid of Rachel now. <laughs> powerful in sleep. <laughs> uh, have you gone to sleep before? I mean, I think I'm sleeping. I don't know. I'm asleep. Right, you're asleep, so you're not in control. You control your dreams, deputy. Yeah. Okay, you're, you're, you're bullshitting me. Haven't you ever heard of lucid dreaming, Lazarus Black? No. No, I haven't. What the fuck is that? <laughs> well, you don't know what I'm going to sure shit tell you. Why does everyone do this? I say I don't know what a thing is. I ask for an explanation, and everyone says, nope, not going to tell you. You're all a bunch of fucking assholes. <laughs> anyway, person ain't normally in control of their body or their dreams when they're asleep. It was a bit like that. Okay, well, as a metaphor, that totally failed. So. <laughs> all I'm saying, all right, all right, you know what, you know what? I ain't a fucking coward. I fought in a goddamn civil war. I was a captain. I led countless charge against the goddamn damn union again and again i never feared death i'm not saying you fear death but you're definitely afraid of something everyone's afraid of something deputy yeah but most of us ain't so scared of something that we'd rather hide from oh is that so tell me about paul then I ain't hiding from Paul. I you? killed Paul and then I moved on with my life. <laughs> you. And that's what I'm going to do with you. That is what you're telling yourself. That's the lie you sell to yourself. It ain't every no lie. Day. You didn't kill Paul. I killed him. I shot him. And I shot him 
in the balls, and I shot him in the chest. And that's what I'm going to do to you if I ever get my hands on you, you goddamn son of a bitch. A little late for that. I mean, you're welcome to shoot Haru in the balls. I'm not going to shoot Haru in the balls. it's not exactly going to hurt him either. He's dead. I think psychologically now. Come on. (laughs) (laughs) Might disconcert him a little bit. It disconcert me too. But. Ain't hiding. What do I. Rachel. I'm a demon. Inhabitant. Undead corpse. What do I got to hide from? Me. Ooh. That's downright exciting. Mm Mm-hmm. All right, well, I'll give you Haru back. So you mock my words. You watch out with Moloch. I don't take any advice from any demons. You probably should. Well, at least from me. Not from Moloch. Really wouldn't do that. You know what? I take that back. That's a good philosophy, actually. Don't deal with Moloch no more. It's a good thing I don't have to listen to you. I feel sorry that Haru does. And Haru just gives you this big shit-eating grin. Every waking moment. And hey, like- you get that resurrection thing figured out, you'll let me know. I'd like to have... A third chance. <laughs> and Haru, you wake up. Um, what? Um, am I? I'm not aware. No, you blacked out. Blackout. Okay. So you probably see Rachel just fairly close in your personal space. And so, also, I don't think you ever like moved the gun, so the gun's still at like your forehead. <laughs> uh, did, uh, did I do something wrong? Um, She's gonna holster the gun. It was, it was, it was, it was Lazarus again, wasn't it? it of was. course it was. Who else would it be? Oh, shut up. No, uh, well, I, I've said a lot. I, I guess I will shut up. That's fair. <laughs> I am sorry, deputy. Don't apologize. It was not your fault. I, I mean, you're the one that was so weak-willed I could jump in like it was nothing. I was taken aback by your sudden reciprocation of my feelings and let my guard down. It will not happen again. <laughs> I'm sorry, Harry. sure happened a lot. Probably will happen again. Who's got the upper hand now? I appreciate your response. We have Miss Jo Kelly. She is a most persistent pain in the ass. I've got an easy solution. I've said it a bunch of times now. She's the reporter, right? Yes, and she's talked a great deal about some disappearances happening two times a year, many years, and and wouldn't leave me alone. 
should be used to that by now. I mean, you got me every week. I mean, she's moment. harassing you? You want me to tell her to back off? No, Ooh, she has... Yeah. Sick the deputy on her. That'll be even better. Get someone else to do our dirty work. I like this idea. Good. Good plan in there. Good thinking. Yeah. I've actually kind of thought there might be a moment where Haru pulls his pistol and just shoots where Lazarus is, but, like, it hits a tree or something. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, just, like, bang. I knew it wouldn't work, but I really wanted it to. Yeah, Lazarus, like, looks down at his chest where the hole should be. Looks back at you. Of course, his body is just burnt. Yeah. His skin blackened to a crisp, weeping blood and everything else. He's already a mess to look at. He's just like, what? Hailfire wasn't enough? You gotta try and put another hole? Uh, yeah. No, I don't need... Uh, it is something of note to potentially look into. But I just... I don't like reporters for obvious reasons. Yeah, it's probably best if you don't keep too much company with Miss Kelly if we want your condition to stay secret. <laughs> secret? She's... Seems like it ain't so secret that Ezekiel Boone seemed to know. And I will get to that. Yeah, that sure was weird. I wish to inform you also, Deputy, as my parasite has let me know you know, I don't like that term. I prefer comrade. Yeah. Comrade. Ezekiel Boone. Oh, he was the parasite? Okay. No. <laughs> you are. <laughs> Ezekiel Boone, the gambler in town, seems to know of my affliction, and I would very much like to know how. That's concerning. It is. But more pressing is this Joe Kelly. The situation she has brought up is most disconcerting, considering that we too have seen strange things happening. It was all I could do to not divulge too much information, for I feel if I divulge too much, it may turn her eyes closer to me, and I would not appreciate her eyes looking too deep. Might I suggest you have a word with her and see if you can bring the sheriff's department in on this. Yeah, well, people are missing. So you all return. Well, y'all, you two never left. It was just really awkward, like Joe asking a few pointed questions. <laughs> it's like Joe's like trying to see what's going on, probably. Over there, like, why is Rachel probably going to... Uh, no, you're not visible. Bed? You're not oh, visible. Yeah. You know, we went around a corner, you know, things like that. Yeah. Daisy Macario Joe's kept moving around like... to make sure that she never got a good look. <laughs> hey, look at this! So... We don't know what's going on out there either, but... <laughs> Have I showed you my puppets? <laughs> He's actually using his distraction spell. <laughs> yeah. So, look at this. Rachel and the deputy. Or Rachel and the... Um... What's your position at the Iron Dragon? Chief of Police? Chief of Police. Chief of Police, eh? Chief of Railroad Police. Yeah. Interesting. She's going to pop out a notebook and just jot a little note down. I don't think you saw anything that would make you suspicious of any 
thing going on. What are you insinuating? They're, they, they're, they both work in the law. Yeah. No. Okay. Like they, they, <laughs> not, at this point, I'm not sure you ever even saw oh, Rachel. Rachel. You just uh, saw um, Harley. Harley. Oh, okay. Yeah. I would angrily with Lazarus. Yep. Which is just a constant emotion, so nothing new. Nothing new. <laughs> Heard the gunshot, maybe. <laughs> I don't know if that really happened. Yeah. That was an amusing thought. But yeah. I think I, think, I don't, I, I don't I, think Haru would have done that in the middle of Jacksonville. No, he would have done that. That would be more of something he does out in the wild. Maybe through your walkie. <laughs> like, yeah, you drew it and just <laughs> right into a tree through Lazarus. Yeah. So, am I Rachel now? Yeah, you're rich oh, now. Okay. You both walk back in. Haru's got his hat, like, kind of angled. Yeah. So, have you given my uh, proposal any further thought? I mean, Rachel's just kind of looking at you because she hasn't really heard the proposal, but, you know, she'll say, you know you guys can count on me. Uh, well, uh, if it will give you a good story and you stop asking questions, then yes. Great. I mean, it's not, but it'll give me a good story for sure. I won't stop asking questions. I'm a reporter after all. What if nothing happens? Then we'll have to hit the books again. And we won't stop. square one. Uh, What is the word? Not answering questions. You won't stop being elusive? Yeah, (laughs) elusive. Uh, Thank you. You're welcome. I am Japanese. We are elusive and and paradoxical by nature. Uh Uh-huh. You know, ply a samurai with enough sake and he'll talk. You do not have enough sake in the world. Mr. Matsuhara, is that a challenge? (laughs) No. I'm not going to play your game. I thought so. Anyway, here's the plan. I want you to keep an eye on me while I stand at the station waiting. And uh, hopefully whoever is conducting these abductions will take the bait. And uh, I'm relying entirely on you to rescue me when that happens. Okay. Uh, sounds pretty simple. Yep. Ho- hopefully we can either capture and question these people or track them back to wherever they're taking their, their victims. And uh, put a stop to this. And get me a story. Seems awfully risk on your part. Just for a story. Pursuit of the truth often requires big risks. Imagine an officer of the law like yourself would understand that. I do. I admire you. I find her irritating. (laughs) Lots of people do. No big uh, change there. I like this journalist. Pragmatic. I respect that. Not afraid to die in pursuit of the truth. I like that too. You should dump the deputy. I can offer uh, $50 for uh, helping. In pursuit of the law, you need not pay me. Oh, good. I wasn't sure. How was so reluctant? 
How much if you actually get kidnapped? Yeah, if you rescue me, if I actually get kidnapped, hundred dollars. Uh, Daisy, come on now. We we do not want to let her get kidnapped. I see what you're doing. <laughs> uh, it would be too much trouble. Uh, I I'll tie a rope around you, and if they try to take you, I'll pull real hard, and they'll never succeed. Uh, I do hope that is a joke, Mister Bromista. Uh, I was completely serious. No, that <laughs> tying a rope around me will give give away the whole thing. Ah, uh, true. We will do our best to protect you. You are a at least decent part of the town. Why, thank you. If an annoying one. I, I like you, just not your questions. I agree with him. Mr. <laughs> Bromista, I can't tell you how often I've heard that, except not quite said in those words. Well, uh, and I'll like you, except for your evasions. You'll like my evasions when bullets are flying. Aha. Uh -huh. That anyway. was a joke. <laughs> I got that one. I tell, <laughs> I tell a lot of jokes. Most people do not get them. <laughs> All right. Got a plan? And I think we'll call it there. Uh, thank you, everyone, for tuning in and listening to the Rogue Valley Role Players. Uh, Valley of Famine. My name is Ben. I've been here with Rosemary, Austin, Ed, and Nick. And I uh, hope you all enjoyed this episode. Enjoyed your time with us. We enjoyed our time with you. Uh, and uh, yeah, a couple of shout-outs there. Once again, go check out Savage Worlds if you've never heard of them. Pinnacle Games Enter uh, Pinnacle Entertainment Group uh, is the company that produces it. Go check them out. They're awesome. Also, if you're looking for some weird Western literature to go check out, I've got a recommendation for you. Uh, go look up the Merkaba Writer by Edward Erdelac. It's an amazing uh, weird Western series about a uh, Hasidic uh, mystic and gunslinger uh, and deals with some Lovecraftian themes. It's awesome it's a bunch of short stories uh the first book in this series is high plains drifter and the second book in the series which has recently been re-released is the mensch with no name go check it out go buy it it's on amazon not that much money well worth it uh and for those of you here at the table with me go fucking check it out it's a good book that's so many books on my mm -hmm. read list mm -hmm. just, just Put, put this at the front of your read list. Someone's been mentioning <laughs> these books on Facebook. I think I have to work my way up. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've been retweeting a lot and, and, and yeah, liking a lot on Facebook and stuff. Um, yeah, and uh, Mr. Erdelac, if you happen to be listening to this, uh, thank you for those awesome book series. Anyway, you all have a good night, and we'll check you out next time. Y'all come back now, you hear? Yeah. <laughs> and listen, if uh, y'all care to... Ah, Lazarus Black would take as a kindness if you leave us a review on iTunes or Spotify or wherever you happen to please to listen to us. Or he'll shoot you. I will fucking shoot you. No, I won't because that's a threat. And, and, and I am a figment of many people's imaginations and I have not that kind of capability. But nonetheless, I would certainly appreciate it if you'd leave us a review 
let us know what you think about it and especially just just you know what talk about me talk about how much you love me because i know i am the star of this show and all the other actual players don't fucking matter and if you see a clown <laughs> tip him 